back to the Essential Blue Podcast. My name is Tommy and I'm your host. Today it was difficult to get people around because Chelsea keep losing and keep Chelsea we keep losing like this. It's gonna be difficult to keep on recording an episode because we don't see the point. <laughs> You're yeah, telling well, me, man, it's, it's depressing. It's so depressing. So depressing. Yeah, but to join me to reflect on a depressing day, I'm joined by Judah and I'm joined by Oli. It's good to have you guys. How are you guys doing? Not bad, thank you, considering uh, Chelsea's form. But, you know, yeah, it is what it is. You know, like every every week I, I decide that I'm not going to let Chelsea ruin my weekend and then every weekend Chelsea ruin my weekend. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those. Yeah, I don't think you're the only one there. Judah, how you doing, bro? How are you? Uh, yeah, I I feel like exactly the same way, <laughs> the same way we early because like every week you're like I'm I've stopped caring I'm I'm done caring whatever they they play you know it's up to them, and then of course they you know they they perform rubbish and then you are concerned again you find yourself being concerned and you know it's just it's just um jarring man it's annoying. I know, bro. Like I almost you know I, I went through like heaven and earth to go watch that match today and just to go watch that i'm just like yeah i know it feels (laughs) it's so difficult isn't it because it feels like they're not putting any effort in the players you know it doesn't really feel like even the managers putting all that much effort in now you know so it feels it's just like why would we as fans even put effort in at this point like why should we even care you know it's so annoying bro where do we start from i mean (laughs) what were you tossing the lineup then how about we start from there I was actually quite not not impressed by the lineup, but it was interesting to see a few new, like slightly different faces. It was, you know, interesting to see if um, Chalaba was going to do all right at, at right back, and Zakaria was going to do, you know, how he was going to do being out of the side for a long time. But I, I don't know. It sort of it felt a little bit kind of milk toast to me. It didn't really it didn't really scream like we're trying to win this game, and you know, it it that's kind of how it ended. Yeah, I think it's fine to rotate like he tried to rotate because you know he was talking a lot about it in the build up to the game you know where they were asking him if he's going to like give chance to the other players who have not played and blah 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 blah. in fact from then i didn't know that nah these guys are setting themselves up for failure man because (laughs) brighton is not like a team you should be rotating against you know so yeah but this is what it is man it's it's just like they've they've he's, he's lost in both ways because um, I guess like he's kind of resting players for Madrid game, but at the same time you've lost against Brighton in the Premier League, and the, I, I don't think there's any fan that is going to tell you that we're going to win against Madrid. So like you know, you've lost both ways. Why not just play your full team? You know, try to get over over Brighton first, then you know, go to the Madrid game with whatever players you have fit, but yeah, I get the logic though, you know, he wants to rest some players for Madrid on the like the really small chance that we managed to get something out of the game, but we're not gonna beat Madrid. You you're spot exactly, on. Right. <laughs> you know, it's so and like every you know, if we if we got we got absolutely dominated from by Brighton today, more or less from start to finish. And if we you know it, it in that you know, and we play, we saw that in the game today against Brighton, right? Real Madrid are a lot better than Brighton, <laughs> you know? like, and we've got to overturn a two-goal deficit and not concede. It's just not going to happen, bro. It's just not going to happen. I know. No, actually, to be fair, I was so surprised. You know how I don't know. I was speaking to the guys in the last episode. I was like, oh, I was surprised how we couldn't like 
I think it was Wolves game. I was like, and Madrid game. I was like, oh, I was surprised we couldn't like hold on to the ball. We couldn't, bro. Today was alarming. We couldn't hold on to the ball. We couldn't even, like, no pattern of play. We, we were scared of the ball. Like Brighton controlled possession. It was it was a disgrace. Like last week was embarrassing and dreadful, but this week was times two. It was it was like, I, oh my god, I, yeah, I can't you... believe my I can't believe my eyes, man. Yeah, it's just like, I just don't understand where we go from here. I'm just like, you know, you, you look at it and you think, every week at the moment, you look at it and you think, oh, well, it can't get any worse. And then it gets worse. I just don't understand it. You know, there's a lot, there'll be a lot of discussion about whether, you know, it was right for Potter to go, whether it was right for Lampard to come in. You know, really, we should all be pointing our fingers at the owners saying, and it's an abs- saying it's an absolute disgrace that we're in this position to begin with, you know, and that was caused by them, you know, trying to do too much too soon. And we all loved it at the time. But the results just haven't come. And in a results-based business, you know, you're going to have eyes on you if we're not performing. And, oh man, you know, this season can't end soon enough for me. It really can't. It's really because, um, sorry, just before you go, because, like, you know, it said something that actually made me laugh. Um, you know, where um, it, said, <laughs> it said that just when you think that, you know, it can't get worse. <laughs> literally gets worse week by week and i mean the other the other day we we had um, um bully coming out giving predictions of of three new and all that and then this this week again today you are seeing um pictures of him walking uh, or videos of him walking to the dressing room and apparently everybody too was in the dressing room and i'm like what what's what's even the point like what do you want to say that you know that Potter didn't try telling these guys that uh what's the other guy's name Bruno they tried telling these guys or even Lampard himself now has not tried to tell these guys I mean it's not even the first time that they've said like you know bullies on the uh um what's it called dressing room with them or something I've forgotten what game it was where you know they were like he was in the dressing room with, with them as well but I'm just like all these things just draw more attention and just make Chelsea more like make other fans make mockery of us the more like they're just making the situation worse. Because, You're right like, though. It's it's like what actual good can that can that really yeah, do? It's not like exactly. Bowley's gonna go in and goes, guys, you need to really try here, and they're gonna go, oh, I see. Right, we're supposed to actually win football games. I just you know it it, it sudden you know. <laughs> yeah, it just makes no sense to me, man. I just. It's it's just getting worse and worse, and I'm not necessarily sure Lampard was the right appointment. I think we can all agree that, at least in principle, that the vibes would be good, but maybe that it, you know, like it's kind of too much for him, and it's kind of would have been too much for anyone. But you know, I just don't, I didn't expect, I don't think anyone could have expected this season to be this bad, and it seems to be somehow, like I said before, getting worse. And so I just, I can't wait to mentally check out for the season. We need one more point in the league. Whatever happens in the Champions League happens. And then I can stop caring about the team for the rest of the season. Oli, when you were speaking there, like, I just can't believe how, like, Oli, have you, Oli, Jude, have you guys seen a Chelsea side not being able to, like, hold on to the ball and do something with it? We no, constantly I, get- it was, it was really bad against Madrid as well. You know, like we were constantly giving the ball away. It seems to be something, you know, across the whole team that seems to be a, a problem right now. I don't know if we just don't have the players for it, if we're set up poorly for it, if the coaching's wrong. I don't get it. It's just like, it seems like maybe it's the fact it's the confidence or something, but it's just not right. Something's not clicking. Let me answer you to you. It's 100% on the confidence. It's 100% on the coaching. I will tell you why. If yesterday, yeah, you know, there was like an interview that came out of Fufana 
where he was saying, you know, that Frank Lampard has basically come in, told them that they don't need possession, that they should just go back to the basics. He specifically mentioned <laughs> that um, Potter was trying to, you know, play possession football. You know, he said that Potter was all about possession and that kind of thing, whilst Frank Lampard has come in and just told them that they should just do the basics. So right from there, I think that, okay, yes, this is 100% a Lampard, you know, this is 100% of the coach and how he has, like, set them up to play the match. So they're just like they're just doing what the what the coach is asking them to do like there were so many points in this game today where we don't we basically don't have any midfield like there's the midfield is non-existent you know and these were issues that we saw under lampard in his first tenure and he's basically coming into play again now so that's where you 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 know you need to realize you you get to know that okay yes this is 100 on the coach and not on these players anymore because they could string passes together like three weeks or one month ago. So all of a sudden, how has that disappeared? It's based on the manager's setup and what he has told them to do. So yeah, that's that's just... Uh, and I only, again, that, that, would, that just has to go down to the owners because they, it's the owners that decided, that, oh, how do we fuck up this season the more? Let's get in front. <laughs> it does feel like they're doing that, aren't they? Every every time that they they you know they yeah, have a big decision to make, they think, "How could we make this worse?" That's you know that seems to be how it's going on. And oh man, it's so frustrating because it seems like every every single big call that the owners have made this season have gotten it wrong. It, almost every single big call. They've spent a lot of money. They've been ambitious, and nobody can say that that's not the case. And they've brought in some good top. Some top footballing minds to to structure the club, but it's not Chelsea, and you know, like, and we're not seeing the results that we would expect of Chelsea, and that's and that's a major major problem. And it's a big red flag because we know how much the owners idolise people like you know Arteta and and Brighton and and other you know other teams and people like that. And these are player teams, players, people who didn't win anything for seasons and seasons and seasons. Brighton still haven't won anything. You know, sure, they play great football, but they haven't won anything. And so, you know, and at, at Chelsea, the big thing is you've got to win stuff. It doesn't matter if it looks pretty or not. And I feel like that's, that's something that they've gotten wrong from the get-go. Yeah. All right. Let's let's focus on today then. Um, who wants to speak about Gallagher's goal or deflection? How about we start from there? Well, I'm glad we scored one. <laughs> you know, it's it was nice. It was nice to see one go in. Uh, you know, have we uh, even... scored any goal this month? Like, have, you know have we actually scored the first one? This month? That be the first. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, that might be our goal of the month by default. Uh, you know, so <laughs> no. To be fair, to be fair, it's like, like I don't know about you guys, but as soon as we scored, we forgot how to play football. That's how. It's... No, bro. The thing is, we were we were not even playing football in the first place. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Bro, that goal, man, it was a fluke. Uh, yeah, it, it, it does feel like a fluke because you know, and it was it, it was nice for Gallagher to shoot from the edge of the box in a reasonably good position. It was a good carry from Mudrick and a, and a decent assist from him from bringing the ball from deep. You know, I thought he had one of his better games today, despite the result. Uh, so you know, it was a nice goal in that. But you know, at the end of the day, it's just like it doesn't mean anything because we you know we lost the game and things are just getting worse for the club. Yo, but you know what I'm saying? It feels like we forgot how to play as soon as we scored because we surrendered possession to to Bright. Like Brighton began growing to the game. You get like 
and we didn't Brighton were dominating dominating us from the from minute one, dude. Like that, they, they didn't grow into the game. They were the game. We tried to they grow were. into it, and they shot us down. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what game um, Tommy was watching, but like from the get go, like uh, Oli just said, was literally cooking. Like when I mean cooking, it was cooking, frying, doing everything possible that you can do in the kitchen to Chaloba. Like Chaloba had so no tate. clue. <laughs> he had no yeah. clue as how to as how to stop him. Like he had literally no clue. So <laughs> I don't know what game you were watching, man. And um um what's his name? Um this this other guy, the one McAllister, yeah. I think so. Yeah. McAllister literally had like two chances for them to score where you know they could have easily gone. I mean today's scoreline actually flattered us because <laughs> the yeah, game should have easily been like five one so or something. Many good chances. Like we, we could have lost we could have lost that game four one, five one even. You know, they had a lot yeah, of big that's chances. What I'm and our only goal was from a deflection. You know, you could even argue it was more or less an own goal because it was so far out and the goalkeeper and the Brighton goalkeepers made a total hash of it. It just doesn't look like we like we don't know where the goals are coming from, and we don't know where the wins and the points are coming from. And so when people start talking about relegation, people are really worried. And then you get you also get people going, "Oh, well, we won't get relegated." But where are the points going to come from? Where are the goals going to come from? We don't know. It's shocking, man. It's shocking. Let's keep let's keep watching and seeing what happens. Um, let's speak about okay. We uh, Oli spoke. Judas is good. He spoke about Chaloba there because I was just about to speak about him. Somebody else was getting cooked. Can you guys remind me? It was Chaloba and uh, who else got cooked? It was basically Chaloba, man. It I was mean, mainly Chaloba. Like, like, I thought Fafana did quite well. You know, Fafana tried to help him out, and he, you know, he cooked once or twice. But I mean, you can't, you can't blame the guy, man. <laughs> yeah, somebody was not think the game. I'm trying to remember the other person. I don't. I can't remember. But okay. Um. Yeah. Let's forget about that. Um. Let's talk about um, Brighton's equalizer. Because I mean, as soon as Danny Welbeck came on, I'm just like, yeah. I, I, like, I yes, hate Danny Welbeck. <laughs> <laughs> he always scores against us. There's these players that always just score against Chelsea, and Welbeck is one of them. And I, and I can't wait until he retires, so he won't score against us anymore. And when he retires, he'll probably come out of retirement and score against us again. So I just like. I'm just, I'm just so sick of watching that guy score against us. He's been a mediocre striker his whole career, and it shows how bad we are that we keep letting in goals to people like him. I know. Now, as soon as he came on, I'm just like, I, I think he scored on the second touch, like in terms of like his second chance. I think he had a chance. I, yo, bro, it was shocking, man. It was shocking. And as well, how's he managed to score? Like he's no taller than either of the defenders. Like Chalaber and Fafana were both like sandwiching him for a header, and he still won the ball and scored it. That's terrible defending. How can you justify that? I mean, yeah. Before Judah comes in, I know Kepa made a lot of like a few great saves here and there, so it's not only Kepa's fault per se. Well, I know Ali. You have a lot to say about Kepa, so I'm looking forward to that. But. Oh my god, our defending today was atrocious. Like, who remembers that Reese James and Chaloba mix up in the second half? That was embarrassing. Oh, that that looked absolutely ridiculous. I thought they were going to score again, you know? Like, it just, it seems like everything we do, everything's devoid of confidence, everything's devoid of any intelligence, you know, any real direction, no cohesion. It feels like every single game we play, we pluck 11 people out of the crowd and get them to play together who have never played with each other before. That's what it feels like. You know, and it's madness because some of these guys have been here since January. Some of these guys have been here for years and seasons on seasons on seasons. They should know how to play with each other, you know, even implicitly, even like just just knowing which foot to pass to, you know, who's got dominant foot and, and whatnot. And we, we just seem to be getting it all wrong. And 
uh, I don't know, a credit to Brighton because they had a really good game and they absolutely dominated us. They clearly had a game plan. Deserby's a great coach. They did a great job. But it just shows how poor we are, you know, because we should not be this this poor with this level of squad, even without a coach. We can't build up play. That is terrible, like horrible. That's like like schoolboy stuff. Like your Premier League squad, and you can't build up play. You can't control. You can't hold on to the ball. You can't do anything. That's just that's horrible. That's terrible. Um, Judah, do you want to talk about the the what you call it? Is it the yeah the third goal, the second Brighton second goal? Oh, we move on. Brighton second goal. Um, I mean, it's it's another game, another long years. I don't know. Like, um, even at the point, I I used to like kind of not 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 defend, but I used to be like cut cut kept for some slack, you know, but. Uh, this game, I mean, you can cut them so slack because, like I said, it should be 5-1. <laughs> so he actually saved some goals. Like, he, he actually made some like, top-class saves, actually, like, to be fair to him. But, I mean, if you keep getting, like, get beaten um, from, from long shots, then obviously there's there's a, there's a problem there, you know. There's, there's like, a glaring problem there. And, um, like, he does not start that of... Um, Players that get or keepers rather that get beaten from from close range in the Premier League, they are all short goalkeepers. Ramsdale, Kepa, um, Ryan. Like I can't even <laughs> imagine the irony that in Chelsea had, they were contemplating replacing Kepa with David Ryan. Like I don't know. Like how do they think? How do they scout? Like I just it's such a sideways step, isn't it? Man. Like that. That is. It's just like it's not actually a, a step up. It's not a step down. It's just a lateral move. It's like there's just. Exactly. It's no improvement whatsoever. I just hope that it's not from situation though. So, but but about the goal, yeah. I wouldn't really blame it on any because like they didn't close the guy down. I think it was um Badashide, yeah. Yeah, it was Badashide. Like you know, it was so lackluster in the closing player down. Judah, you know we played about but I think our CDM, whoever that was meant to be, maybe cover switch or Galahad. Maybe cover switch. Yeah, like yeah, no, no. So yeah. So like um they were trying to press and cover switch was busy there pointing. <laughs> <laughs> it was with their pointing, you know, like telling them that if you if you press, I was like, why can't you, you know, like move closer to the action or try and do something before instead of yeah, being reactive after there, go there. Exactly, you know? don't like... point there, you go there. Exactly, you can you can see what is about to happen. So why can't you like prevent it instead of being reactionary after it's not happened? He was not trying to be reactionary, and you know, obviously after they score, raising up hands and and sound like that. I saw that. Like, oh, man, I this, 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 this is just, it's, it's just like a disjointed squad, like um, um, Oli said. Like they, they are just playing like they've not, they've never played together, and uh, it's just sad to see, man. It's, it's just sad to see. Like I can't believe worse than 2015, 2016. Like hands down, officially, what season? <laughs> like it was official last week or week before, but still, like, oh my god. Yeah, it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Uh, you know, do you want, can I talk about Kepa for a second? Yeah, sure. I, I am not Kepa's biggest fan, and everyone who knows me knows that. Um, but it's, you know, I'm, I'm going to cut him a little bit of slack today on the long shot. What I will say about Kepa, because it was a great long shot, you know, like it really was in the top corner. It's very hard to say. What I will say about Kepa is there's a few things that really bug me about him with his long shots. Is He sets himself too early. He's too short, so he can't reach a lot of the goals. 
uh, you know, a lot of the balls that do come in and he reacts really late. And so as a result, a lot of the time you make, it makes it look like this uns- unsavable shot because he dives for it. And actually, if a taller goalkeeper who sets himself sooner, who's a bit quicker, dives instead, it's a pretty routine, if not quite interesting or quite good save. And so, But I will cut Kepa slack today because I thought he did all right, actually, for the most part. Kept us in the game a lot. I was unlucky a little bit with the long shot. But the problem is that I do have with Kepa isn't actually with the man himself. It's now just what he represents. Because what happens is, is when Kepa plays... Teams know to shoot from distance. They know to. They know that they, you know, if they bang in eight or eight or nine long shots, one of them's on target. It might go in, you know. And and you know, and and the the other problem with Kepper is he doesn't inspire any any faith in the defence. So at the back we look really panicky and shaky whenever the ball goes back there because everyone knows Kepper's not going to be able to save it, you know. Or like there's a fifty fifty chance. I know he's had a good season. I'm not disputing that, but you can't rely on him. That's the that's my main problem with Kepper is that whatever you do, no matter how well he does, he's got this bozo streak in him where he just cannot make a save or you know where actually a pretty routine long shot save he makes look unsavable you know I personally think the one against Wolves was totally savable I think Mendy saves it I know a lot of people disagree with me but you know today today fair enough really good long shot you know but I still feel like maybe Mendy could have saved it you know maybe and I just feel at this point it's strange that Kepa keeps getting these chances. I know he's a leader in the squad, but I don't think he's good enough to be on number one. You've got Mendy on the back, who really, after, you know, I know he struggled after the AFCON, and, but that was really the first dip in form he's had for the entire time he's at Chelsea, while Kepa's had countless chances, you know, even been given the armband now. So it's just like the, the disparity for how the two are treated, despite one actually performing a lot better than the other, being paid a lot less than the other, you know, and, and actually winning trophies, you know, and doing doing what a goalkeeper is supposed to do, which is use his arms. Whereas the other one is using, you know, it's just chance after chance after chance. And it's proved again and again and again, he's not the guy. And yet we're still playing him. I, I, I just, know. It's, I just, it, it blows my mind. Um, I, know, I know both of you are on the same, um, <laughs> on the same level, like on the same thing. But you guys need to realize that Mendy is injured. He has not played a game. He has not played a match for ages. Like I, I, I don't care. An injured Mendy would be better than Kepa. Nah, 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 you can't or just Slanina. Give Slanina, just, just something different. Well, Selena is a young boy. You can't expect Selena for them to bring in Selena over the senior keepers that we have. Those are the kind of things that will even make the dressing room atmosphere worse than it already is, you know? But, so, both of the, so like, but it's likely both of them will be leaving in the summer anyway, so... It... Yeah, I know, I know. that. Like, I'm 100%, but I'm just, like, trying to let you know that we have to look at it in a, like... I, I get it. we got to look at it we got to look at it objectively. But even when exactly Mendy was fit, he wasn't playing. Exactly. So, but like the thing is that right now, Mendy is just coming back from uh, a very like bad injury. I think it was, wasn't it like a broken wrist or even something? Broken, you know, broken finger, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Finger or something like that. So like, and you, and you need to understand that he's a keeper. Keeper, you need to, for keepers, you can't just like show them in like that. And, you know, especially when we're in this kind of poor form, you know, you can't just throw him in like that into a, for example, saying he should start against Real Madrid or saying he should start against um, um, a game in Premier League when we're literally fighting for every point that we can get. You know, it's far much it, better. But, than you, but if you start Kepa. with Kepper, if you start with Kepper in there, you basically you're you're doing two things: is you're asking to 
for for countless long shots to be shot against us against a team that has basically no fundamental dm so nobody's going to be able to chase that down so all those shots are going to at the least find their way towards the goal and the other thing you're doing is you're inspiring no confidence whatsoever in the back line so anything that comes comes back towards the back line you know there's massive mistakes being made like you know look at chilwell's mistake or like Chilwell's red card against Real Madrid. Do you think he really pulls the key, pulls Rodrigo down if he thinks Kepa saves the ball? No. A game like a game like today, Kepa saved the back line more than the back line saved them. Yeah, but that, that's all. That's going to be true of any goalie. Any goalie will have that effect from time to time. But Kepa costs you more points than he saves long term. That's what I'm getting at. But Judah, can I say this? Um, everybody knows my views on Mendy and Kepa situation. When you're talking there. I couldn't agree more because it's just like a baffling. But I have a question for you, Oli. Why is we all know the history of Frank Lampard at Chelsea as from a managerial standpoint? I mean, so how is that he's coming back and he's not really stating Mendy when he went to get Mendy by all means possible? Like he 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 broke his back to get Mendy at Chelsea. I think I I, I think it, it's back to what Jude is saying. He's not he's not probably fully available to, for selection right now. You know, because of his his finger, and they want to make sure he's he's fully fit for that. The problem is, is if he's not playing, he doesn't get a chance to you know prove he, he deserves. Also, doesn't have like the match concentration, like the match sharpness as well. That you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's not he's not fully up up to it yet, and so you know, I do expect to see him when he is fully fit. That's the thing, or I expect to see just anyone instead of Kepper. Genuinely, anybody <laughs> like. I, I, we 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 need a new goalkeeper in in summer badly. Uh, there aren't there aren't many options and. I, you know, I was I was actually saying I think you know if you could somehow get someone like Manuel Neuer, you know, for just a couple of years as a stopgap, elite stopgap option, that'd be fantastic. But because yeah, I just can't, I can't stand the thought of having Kepper as our number one next season. I just can't do it. Yeah, no, nah, I, I think I think I think Kepper is is gone. He's gone by this summer, anyways. Like both uh, both Kepper and Medi, uh, I I believe they should they should be gone. I somehow yeah so so like like that that it still boils down to the same points that you know I was trying to explain to you guys. We only have eight games or, or how many games left? So like there's really no point, you know, trying to bring in another keeper for you know eight games or seven games or something left in the season. You know when even that keeper there's no guarantee. It does no matter guarantee. because it does matter because Kepa's making mistakes and costing us points. Yeah, but you said it yourself. Mendy was also atrocious before he got his injury. Yes or no? Like, yeah, but he's I, only I, had but he right. But this is where I disagree because Mendy was dropped at the first opportunity. But Mendy was dropped at the first opportunity when he started struggling, and he hasn't had another chance since. Whereas Kepper has had countless chances. You know, Men, Mendy now deserves at least another chance to show himself. Let me yeah. let me ask it this way: Would you say that Kepper is at the level that Mendy was showing after the Afcon? After Afghan, whatever, do you would you say that Mendes at that level? What? Sorry, I I don't understand like, the question. Like sorry. the level of performance, like the level of performance that Mendy, like because Mendy was literally dropping stinkers to the extent that people were literally crying out for Kepa to actually come back to be the number one. And I can remember very well, memory if memory serves me right, you know, like people on Twitter were literally calling out saying that they should get Mendy out of the out of the you know their club and stuff like that. And you know. I see what you're saying. It, is is Kepper is Kepper doing better than Mendy was then? Uh, no, to be to be honest, I think Kepper's doing a better job than he was then. However, exactly. I would also say Kepper's also by himself proving that he's not good enough. And by that very volition, it's been like a year since Mendy has last played, so he deserves a chance to play. 
I don't see why that's I don't see why that's controversial. I really don't. Um, guys, if I was Frank, if I was Frank, I would reinstate Mendy for the Wolves game. Not now, because we had like, do you get me? Like, you don't go. I don't know how to explain it. Like, you went all the way to go try get Mendy. Yeah, but we, we talked about it already. He said, he said, he said, Kepa has grown as a player, as that you know back <laughs> back when he was at Chelsea, and obviously he himself has grown as a coach. So you don't expect him to make the same decisions that he made when he was the coach back then and make them now. It's a totally different context right now. I wonder if the if I wonder if the decisions are not entirely up to Lampard. I wonder if that's the case. I wonder if, if you know, he's got Boli and Egbali in his ear talking about who to play and who not to play. Yeah, but like, you know, as much as we're complaining about Kepa, yeah, like I mentioned, his form is not as worse as it was when Lampard actually initially had to drop him and get Mendy. And neither is his form as worse as when Mendy started, you know, um, um, dropping yeah, stinkers as well. But when, but when Kepa was dropped by Lampard the first time, he was literally the worst goalkeeper in Europe statistically. Yeah, that's not that, the that's bar. Saying, but that's then... Okay. <laughs> yeah, but also that was yeah. then when Mendy was struggling as well. So like, you can't have it both ways. Yeah, but I I don't know personally. I I believe that Mend um, Kepa is going to be the, the keeper to the end of the season. Though I just I just believe like in the, in the, to 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 them there's just no point of you know like changing the keeper now like when this late in the season and you know I don't know I. I just I'm 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 looking at it from their point of view. I don't think they are going to change the keeper, but yeah, we will see though. <laughs> I feel like it's it's too late anyway because our season's over. Yeah, it's not over yet. It's, it's just too. It's, I don't know. Like I I really don't don't see the the point in in doing it now anymore. Like I I, I don't know. Well, because the season's not over though. I know it's almost over, but actually we're still not mathematically not relegated yet. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, being dead serious, <laughs> bro. I don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I'm just sad. Are we are we like still eleventh, or have we dropped or something? I have no idea. I, Bournemouth won, didn't they? Bournemouth beat Spurs, so uh, depends where they are. And Palace won as well. We might be in like twelfth or thirteenth by now. <laughs> oh my god, man! It's so depressing. It's so depressing. One of the worst worst season ever. Worst season ever. I know. I know. All right, let's talk about the moment of the match because obviously there's no. I don't think we should bother about the corporate of the match, but if you want to, we could talk about the corporate of the match and the moment of the match for you guys today. Um, Oli, let's start with you. What can you say? Um, moment of the match. Yeah, I think I'll just go with the moment of the match. Um, moment of the match for me was um watching Mudrik um uh, do the shot late on. Um, you know, I thought it was a, he had a really good chance to score. Um, and it seems like. He is a glimmer of hope in this absolute black hole of a team at the moment. Uh, so, you know, hopefully we'll see him start more games between now and the end of the season because there's a player there. Yeah, but he's not consistent, though. But I hear you, there's a player there. Who is, though, right? Exactly, who is. <laughs> who is consistent? <laughs> uh, moments of the match. I don't know. I don't think I have moments of the match. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I I didn't I, I to be sincere personally or personally I I didn't see any positive in today's game I didn't take any positive from today's game so it's hard for me to to mention the moment of the match because uh, so it's just so it's just that kind of game you know so yeah I don't I don't have the moment of the match unfortunately 
Fair enough. For me, the moment of the match was when I saw Gallagher couldn't control the ball. Not just Gallagher, but our midfield. We couldn't, like, like we, let's say, like, we try and wrestle the ball off, uh, what's your name, Bryson. And nobody can, like, hold on to it. For me to see that was, like, this is peak. This is serious. Like, we're in serious danger right now. So, for me, that was the moment. Obviously, Kepa's save was massive. You know, I think the one in the first half. And, like, the Reese James and Chaloba mix-up was just... Like, Kepa was help, helpless. The whole... The backline back line was just... The performance today. Reese James looks so ordinary, man. Like, I know it's not his fault. Because I feel like... How do you guys say it? The, the problem should be laid at Lampard's feet, in my opinion. You know? So, like... I think he's not fully fit. You know, I think he needs surgery, low-key. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's really back to full fitness. To be fair, because he, I mean, he, he, has, he has not been the same Reese James that you know we we yeah. Uh, he had his, his probably his worst game for Chelsea against Real Madrid. I would say I you know I I thought he was really really poor against Real Madrid. It was a bit better today, but when he went, it was all right today when he came on. But yeah, ordinary. Tommy's right. Like today, oh my god, like. Like, it's like they've all forgotten how to play football. Like, um, look at Pulis- Like I'm tired of Pulisic. I don't even want to waste my time talking about him. Right, but I mean, honestly, I mean, it's not what, like... You know the furthest thing in the group that, you know, we had? When I when, when the CFC some guy, you know, said, you know, was like Pulisic. I was like Pulisic in, in 2023. Like, <laughs> with the realizer. Oh, yes. Yes, I have the moment of the match for me. Yes, now I remember <laughs> Moment of the match for me was when I saw Akim Ziyech, Akim fucking Ziyech, coming on for Chelsea in 2023. In 2023, April, for God's sake, Akim Ziyech coming on for my club. Like it made me feel I, physically ill. Like I swear, bro. Like but I like Ziyech though. I like him. I'm 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 beginning to I'm beginning to take that. People are probably right when they say it's the board that that's probably picking the team and, and stuff. Because like yeah. what what justification do you have to, you know, put someone like Akizek on especially over someone like Madueke, who probably would have gotten some time yeah, today. Exactly. You that's know? what I'm saying. Like, bro, it's uh, it's mind blowing, man. Like I don't I don't even know what explanation he has for something like that. Like uh, yeah, that's be my moment of the match, man. <laughs> Somebody else is getting cooked today, not just Chaloba. I think it was Badia Shile. I'm not sure. Somebody else. I can't remember the other person. Yeah, I saw Badia Shile had a decent game today. Like, well, not not great, but not horrible considering he's been out of the side for a while. Yeah, yeah, but he got cooked once or twice. It was being fair, though. (laughs) Chaloba could not adapt in any way. Like, he was just terrible today. And can I just speak about Chaloba? Because I I don't get why this. the like I think it's mostly the English fans on Twitter why they always like I Chaloba up because I really don't see anything like I'm sorry to say maybe some other people see something special in him but I personally I've never seen him as you know someone even when he was having his best of seasons on that teacher I always like viewed him as okay just basically can't be more than a squad player but like I've seen people you know say stuff like for example um um when uh, what's it called? Kulibali got injured in the Madrid game. I saw people were like raving and mad and saying, you know, that Chaluba was the one that's meant to come on instead of Kurela. Um, uh-huh. And you know, people saying, you know, that Chaluba is meant to be starting in left centre back instead of Kulibali. I'm like, 
<laughs> bro, like, is there something about this kid that I'm not seeing? What does that see? But I think the thing is, is, is like, I think he was, he, he did really well when he first came in, actually. And, 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 I, and I think for a long time, even as a squad player, which I think is kind of his level, he didn't really put a foot wrong. Exactly. Then, he started to, yeah. then he started to struggle a bit and he was dropped out of the team at times, whether rightfully or not. Uh, and I think people are, you know, and I've been one of those people who's saying he's, he should have been playing at times. Um, because I just can't stand Koulibaly and Cucurello personally. But, you know, to be honest, he got absolutely skinned today. But also, he was playing out of position, playing at right back. You know, it's not his natural position at all. I would almost rather you put Fofana there. But he has played that decision before. He has played that decision before. I can tell you what I think about Chaloba. Chaloba is just like, for me, I think he's better than Tomori. In terms of like from a Chelsea perspective, like in terms of like how, nah, you know, tomorrow nah, is like... Nah, but I think Chalo- nah. Nah, that's my Tomori was better for Chelsea than Chalo Bama. Nah, he wasn't. But let me tell you why is better because I think like they're not better. Sorry, I mean why I think Chalo is good at. I mean when first when Tuku first put him in the squad, you could see okay he was composed, he's fast, he's strong. But eventually, he started making mistakes against Newcastle and stuff. Now he's just lost. Like he's still okay, but he's just lost. Like sometimes you don't really trust him like that. So him playing right back today. Like, yes, he was out of position, but at the same time, it's not the first time he's playing at right back. But he just got mini, mini Tomo, mini Tomo. He got like, he, he, mis- he manhandled him today, honestly. So, yeah, it was just a bad day for him. Like, even at centre back, because Frank still took, Frank took off for fun and put Chaloba in centre back. And Chaloba was still shocking. So, like, sometimes, bro, he just has that. M- Matoma yeah. totally manhandled him and he shouldn't have done you know like he probably should have done better today a lot better but he was totally rinsed by Matoma yeah I don't know if um, Rhys James did any better to be fair <laughs> yeah but like uh, well like I think someone said it on Twitter yeah if we if we're saying that the manager is, is you know is nothing to write home about then we shouldn't be blaming this player as much because They've not, unfortunately for them, they've not just had like a, a good manager to, you know, uh, I mean, if, if, if your manager is telling you to price forward with no structure and you are finding like there's a front line of five players or something and then there's no midfield, you know, just one pass and the old press is bypassed and, you know, there's no structure to the person. <laughs> you can't really blame the players for stuff like that, you know. So, yeah, it's just... Uh... Yeah, um, I think we- I just feel like this is it should just be over by tomorrow, man, or even by today. Just cut off the pussy, just you know, everybody should just shake hands and <laughs> let's be done. Just, just have some sort of agreement with, with the other with the other teams we have to play. Because <laughs> I, I agree, like I feel like um the the ball falls at Lampard's feet, man. Because you can't like don't get me wrong, I'm a big. Frank Lampard fan as a manager, not just as a player. But like Porter got us playing better like football in terms of like passing out of the back and all that. So for you to come, and this is me, I rate you a lot. And for you for Frank Lampard to come and then you don't tell me you didn't learn anything from Everton. That's not true. Why are you not implementing your style or something? Not even like a style, just basic football. Like you can't hold on to the ball. It's so sad, man. So sad. But I feel like Frank is to blame, to be honest. I don't want to be that guy who scapegoats, but personally, yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, you're asking for scoreline predictions. I, I, I said mine. Um, I think for Madrid, I think we're going to lose 2-0 to Madrid. I hate betting against us, yeah. but you know what? I can't see where we're going to score goals. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to go 3-0 to Madrid. 
Oh no. <laughs> nah, I think it's gonna be like uh... Oh, it's gonna be two, yeah, two or three though. Two or three. So yeah. Depends on on on, on whether they bring their A game or not. So because to be fair, yeah, you know, they never actually got going at the Benavo. Like it was just like they 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 just felt like they are playing with kids or something, and you know they, they were just like cute and you know, all that. So, but it's going to be a long night, man. <laughs> it's it's going to be because even if somehow some some way they managed to like we managed to get an early goal, like we somehow managed to get against Brighton <laughs> today. You know those Madrid players are all of a sudden going to wake up and realize that oh wow wait. <laughs> There's still like you know some sort of quality or luck that these guys can get, and then they will turn up the the jag and that will be the end of the game for us basically again. So I'm not going to be having any hopes of any you know upset or whatever people are whatever dreams people are having basically. <laughs> so yeah, agree. Um, I don't think Madrid will battle us, but I think maybe a one nil loss again or one one. Maybe not one one, but one nil loss maybe. Let's see. Um, in fact, I feel bad for Madrid. They have to come, they have to fly all the way to London and come play Chelsea. I know, right? I know, right? Yeah, I feel bad for them. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. Um, it's like a psychological question. So, Judah, let's start with you and then we'll call it a day. Right? If you're Frank Lampard, how are you feeling right now? <laughs> worried, <laughs> worried that, like, worried that you're not going to get like a, a, a top job after this because of how poorly it's going. Honestly, man. Honestly, he looked yeah, good today. Considering that uh, people were like saying, "No, um, if this goes well for him, you know, it will be like an opportunity for him to get a top job and stuff like that." Well, look how all that is turning out for him now. Well, uh, if I was for a crowd, I don't know. I'll just, uh, I mean, because it's Chelsea Toronto, yeah. So like, that's what we need to remember first of all. So it's like he's like a fan, just like all of us. So obviously. <laughs> He wants to be, you know, happy with what is going on. But unfortunately for him, yeah, he just doesn't have the facilities. Like, he's not that guy. He's not him. <laughs> he can't, there's nothing he can do about it. He's, he's, he's not, he, his tactics can't just, you know, revive the old situation. So, yeah, if I were Frank Lampard psychological, I would just feel helpless, helpless and distraught because I want to help, but. What I'm doing to help is not just helping, it's even literally making matters worse, you know. So I know man. I can't Indeed. I can't imagine how he's feeling, man. <laughs> I can't imagine how he's feeling. I mean he looked he looked good in the Trivago hoodie, Chelsea hoodie, but yeah, that's just just about it really. Oh my god, it's so bad. Like if I was Frank right now, I'd just be like, fuck, like bro, we've lost against Wolves, we lost against Madrid, we lost against Sozini, Brighton. Three L's in a row. Come on, man. This is like the worst manager bounce ever. Uh, it's a new manager crash. <laughs> <laughs> crash and burn. Oh my god. All right, anyone wants to talk about anything else for a day? They want to talk about Jao Felix. Ollie, what's your opinion? I saw your tweet on Jao Felix recently. What's your what's my your tweet? What's your on, yeah. I yeah. think uh, if we spend eighty five million pounds on him, it would be an absolute waste of money and a massive red flag to show that the owners don't know what they're doing. Um, because I think there's a player in there, and I think he's talented, but the squad can't afford to carry passengers, and we need more. We need to spend in in more appropriate and, and smarter, make smarter choices when we're when we're buying players, so that we actually have a spine in the team. You know, we need a striker, need a goalkeeper, need a DM. 
you know, there's there's absolutely no way we should be spending eighty five million pounds on mm-hmm. on, on Yao Felix when we've got Nkunku coming in as well. Like, you know, there's absolutely no way it it would be a, an absolute travesty in my opinion. Um, they are definitely <clears throat> they are definitely not going to spend um, that amount of money. So you know, reports have come out saying you know they're looking to pursue another loan, which probably like an obligation to buy or something. So yeah, that's obviously going to be the uh, the route that they take. I I'm hundred percent sure they are not going to go out and you know be spending crazy money to get Felix because today we just have the facilities for that, my guy. <laughs> Because you know they want to get like a striker. They're serious about getting a striker. You know they want to get a DM as well. We all know that you know they're serious about getting a striker, a DM, and um, a goalkeeper. So they can't do all that whilst spending 18, 18 million on you know an attacker again. So yeah, I personally don't see us buying him for ATM, but. I just don't get the like the age the guy is getting. Like he's getting a lot of warrant unwarranted age, and uh, just like uh, Chelsea fans, man, this guy has only been here for like how many months? And uh, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy the, the way you were Chelsea fans, the way we we turn on players is is, is mad because to think to think like how many months ago. Um, everybody was like, could you Felix do Joe Felix starts? You know, like, you know, everyone was praising him, and all of a sudden now, you know, people are, you know, saying is 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 a flop. These we shouldn't spend. Uh, yeah, like I mean, it's it's crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, I I, I get what Oli is saying, and I get what Judah is saying. You know, it's just so we just need to meet in the middle somewhere. I feel like if if we can get him on loan again, that'll be okay. You know. Yeah. yeah but exactly. yeah, yeah. No, it's, 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 yeah. I as well, but I feel like if it's a loan, fine. But if it's not a loan, if they're actually asking us to pay ATM or stuff like that, then no, please walk away. Just just buy them after after I play. <laughs> just just respectfully decline. <laughs> so yeah. That's yes. Oli, um let me ask you this before we call it a day now. Um what's your take on the mount situation? Would he be happy if he leaves? Would he be happy if he stays? What's your uh, take? I, I'd personally prefer him to stay. Um but you know, I understand why also he wouldn't. I understand why there's an impasse in in contract negotiations. I understand why you know, like he himself might not want to stay. Uh, but I, I personally would would prefer if he did because I think he's done more good for the club than bad overall. Um, Oli, why why do you think he himself doesn't want to stay? Because you said you understand why he himself wouldn't want to stay. So why? Well, do you I you that? know he he does get a lot of abuse from the fan base. Um, you know, and I, we all know that the players do see it. You know, um, I understand as well. He might be looking for a new challenge. But he also might not feel valued. You know, uh, with with you know with his contract demands, whether reasonably or unreasonable, you know, he might feel undervalued. So I, I can understand his point of view. I don't necessarily agree, but I, I do see his point of view. I think I think the person I think the main the main issue here is that I I think he probably has said that he wants like get the amount of game time game time he was getting before, and you know he probably isn't like. Um, going to be like they don't see him basically as a key player you know as the issue yeah meanwhile if he goes to a club like Liverpool where they have they basically they don't have any midfield <laughs> so you know and they are looking they're also looking for English players because they need like to meet the um English players criteria because Milner and probably even Anderson and the likes who they use as homegrown they are going to be leaving 
So they need English players to replace those guys. So, you know, if it goes to a club like Liverpool, it's going to be starting every game, game in, game out again. So, yeah, I, I believe that's why. I, I, I also believe it's not even like about the money, the way people are making it seem. It's just about like game time. And I feel like at Chelsea, they are looking to get better players than Mount, unfortunately. And, you know, they can't guarantee him starting games, game in, game out. So, and yeah, I'm indifferent anyways. If it's there's a fan news, it's I'm also fine with it. Can't be bothered. Yeah. Personally, I want him to go to Liverpool so he can work on the club. But we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Um, honorable shouts, Haaland equals uh, Salah's record. I'm just seeing this on my phone. That guy's a robot. I know, right? <laughs> well, I also, I think Bayern, I don't know, Bayern dropped points today, did they? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they did. Drew. That's one as well. Yeah, man, Tuku must be having uh, he must be having nightmares there, but okay. Um, Oli, Judah, thank you guys for coming on a, such a depressing day. <laughs> I told oh, you, thank you for having us. Sweet, bro. Cheers, bro. Yeah, don't be a stranger, Oli. Yeah, perhaps come for the end of the season. That would be nice. Sure. Season review, yes. Season review, maybe. Yeah, Judah, like thank fun. you, bro. Yeah, thanks for having us, Cheers, bro. Judah, are we going to record again? Or this is it till then? This is it for 2023. Like 2022, 2023 season. This is it. You know what? This guy told me as that. And that was last, the last game we played, I think, against. That was, um, was no Wolves. Did we play when, you know, he, he told me and he was like, because like if Chelsea, if Chelsea continue losing, and if Chelsea lose again, I'm not going to do any, any podcast. And guess who I saw in my DM was this evening <laughs> asking, asking me to come and record the podcast. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to say that we are not going to be recording if Chelsea lose. <laughs> I can't help it, man. I can, it's like, it's like, I just have to watch the game. I can't help it. I'm sure Oli can relate. I just can't help it. We just have oh, to watch I the game. You. Every time I want to stop watching, <laughs> every week I want to stop watching us play, and every week I still tune in. It's so bad. It's so bad. I mean, at least last, at least last season we had we had an FA Cup final to look forward to. This season is just dross, man. It's terrible, horrible. But okay, yeah. On that note, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, go connect to everybody on Twitter. You can find Judah on Lord at Lord Fisco and Oli. Can find Oli on Oli at Oli Carpenter. Yeah, Oli J Carpenter. Yeah, my bad. Sorry, I'll be Jay Capital and Lord Fisco. Cheers, guys. <laughs> <laughs>